0: This is Vox Historia, the voice of history, told by students of history at Elk Grove High School. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vox Historia. I'm James Dixon,
1: and I am William Evans.
0: And today we're going to be discussing some of the topics throughout the movie of Raiders of the Lost Ark. We were recently assigned to watch the movie and pick out topics from this movie. So we're just going to start off by discussing it. What did you think of the movie, Will? I thought it
1: was a pretty good movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did, did you? I I I liked it. It was kind of confusing at points,
1: but I definitely I like. Guess. I definitely liked. Uh, temple of doom a lot better that one's still my favorite just because i watched it a lot as a kid did you
0: rewatch it because i actually i went back to the beginning and i rewatched it a little
1: no no i haven't watched any of them in a long time though
0: it it did seem a little (laughs) like throughout the whole movie it did seem kind of complicated because well when first of all when indiana jones whenever he would get something it always get taken from him and then you just start back from square (laughs) square one and it just repeat and repeat and repeat but other than that, I thought the movie was pretty good. Yeah. So uh, what, did you, uh, what, did you, what did you research on? What did, I you, did,
1: my, what did you pick from my the movie? My topic was the, the flying wing from the scene where the one German guy gets chopped into a million pieces.
0: <laughs> the, uh, uh no verbal. that was actually, that was probably probably one of the best parts of the movie. Uh, yeah. Of course. So what can you tell me about it? Like, what'd you, what'd well, you figure out?
1: If, first thing first, it was not a real plane. Well, no duh. <laughs> it was it was based off the Horton two two nine, which is a German prototype. It was mm-hmm. a it's flying with a jet, which is different from a propeller. Yeah. Also based off the Vought V one seven three, which is an American plane, mm-hmm. which basically is a flying pancake with propellers.
0: Why is it a flying pancake?
1: It's it's very it's very circular <laughs> and flat, and it's pretty funny looking. And then there's the. Does
0: it even is does it even work like a real plane?
1: Well, yeah, it, it sort of works like a helicopter from how it, it, from what I read. I've read it. It sort of works like a helicopter because how it flies and aerodynamics and all that.
0: <clears throat>
1: um, Mumbo jumbo. Confu-
0: okay, so it, it's like a plane. Yes. But it operates like a helicopter.
1: That's how pilots describe it.
0: <laughs> and how did it, how did it work in the movie?
1: Well. They never flew the flying wing in the movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. What else did you have, or what else did you discover on it?
1: It was also based off the Northrop, which is sort of like the Flying pan- Pancake, but it's a lot longer, much more like an actual triangle, and the engines are facing backwards. The Flying Triangle? Yes. It, <laughs> yeah. And the engines make a whole 65 horsepower. Very cool. Sixty. What's, like... I don't know if you did research on
0: this, but what's like? Do you know like the average horsepower for a regular plane like nowadays? Like?
1: For nowadays, well, they mainly use jets nowadays. but yeah. For like your average, I don't, I don't, I don't really know your average like. It's like plane. It's
0: sixty-five. Like, because I don't know much about horsepower. Is it like below? Is it above average? Is it good?
1: That's sixty-five is not very much. <laughs> it, it,
0: it, ma- it makes you wonder how they got to places, or they how they got stuff. Well,
1: yeah, and then. The plane, the thing is, the, the flying wing itself, the prop was built by the Vickers Company, which is a British car manufacturer. From there, what I can tell. There's just
0: so much contradictory info in this. God. <laughs>
1: don't worry about it.
0: Honestly, it's the Indiana Jones movie, so I don't yeah, think you Indiana have to worry Jones. so
1: much about logic. They're finding the, whole, the Lost Ark. <laughs> finding the they Lost Ark. It's great.
0: Okay so what I researched about was the remember in the beginning of the movie when Indiana Jones was trying to uh, recover the golden idol or the fer- uh, in this case it was the fertility goddess which from their perspective was totally made up The little golden statue was never real it was never a thing in their culture what what it m- was supposed to represent was the fertility god- goddess and they in the Chuan, uh culture. In the beginning of the movie, Indiana Jones went through the whole temple and he discovered booby traps. So I decided to pick booby traps because I figured that'd be really cool. Surprise, surprise. I go on the internet and I research the heck out of the Chabachoyan booby traps, only figure out that all of that either was not possible
1: or they didn't have booby traps in general. Yeah, I don't really know how you make blow dart walls or true pressure points. I don't know.
0: So it was maybe about like an hour... Maybe even two to I figured out that, well, no duh, that they're fake. But you know the giant rolling boulder that Indiana yes. Jones ran from? That was actually in their capability. Yeah, I can see that. So what the uh, what the Incas did, instead of making booby traps, they made kind of like a manual booby trap. So long ago, when the Chapa Troians were having troubles with the Incas, because they used to constantly evade them, they had built a massive oval-shaped like wall that was over 2,000 feet long and stood about 10,000 feet above sea level. Mm -hmm. And this giant temple was protecting the ruins that was inside and more of like a city, so it was like a giant fortress. Mm -hmm. This fortress had only three narrow and slim entrances from the Incas, from where the Incas could enter. It was built like this, like a bottleneck purposely, to make sure the Incas can only file in like one at a time, Mm -hmm. and that was... That was, uh, that was a technique used to where the Chop Twins could come in from both sides, use like turrets, or just even hidden spots to just pick them off one by one. And if if some were to uh, continue and survive the first ramp, they would come onto a second ramp that was more of like a pitfall. So they'd continue to walk, and then they'd just drop.
1: Yeah, I mean, they sort of had that in Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah. Oh, they did have a—they did have like a pitfall where Indiana
1: used his whip to get across. It's pretty easy to make. Yeah. And another thing they
0: had also done was—I don't know if you remember this in the movie because I had to go back and rewatch it several times. But in the movie, when Indiana Jones had placed his hand in front of the light, it seemed like it was kind of like a like a light triggering mechanism, which was completely false. There was no way they could have done that at all. Yeah, some magic, some some (laughs) some witchcraft. You know, whatever. I'd figured out that. I, I don't remember his name, but the person accompanying Indiana Jones, who was a traitor, who had used Indiana Jones to get the statue. Indiana Jones had figured this out far before he had met the guy. So when he went in and he put his hand in front of the light, he'd actually stepped on a pressure plate causing the trap to activate, kind of tricking his, tricking his traitor friend and thinking that like the light was a kind of thing to avoid when either way he was going to get spiked. <laughs> Yeah. Basically. So, do you have anything else to add before we end off? Because that's.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the the flying wing itself was called the BV 38, mm-hmm. thirty eight. Thirty pairs up. the the BV part stands for Baumann Voss, which is an actual German plane and ship making company, which they also made the Bismarck, which kind of failed. Oh uh, yeah! Didn't the Bismarck go up in flames? Yeah, I mean, by some British biplanes, <laughs> you know.
0: And not 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 too big of a deal <laughs> for some giant plane to go crashing down,
1: yeah, and the plane itself was also i 've had some conflicting information on this, but it was around seventy plus feet long really yeah it 's quite big it's
0: it seems kind of was it like was it practical
1: well, yeah, it was all practical effects, yeah, they they actually made a plane and blew it up. Really? I mean, they do not really have... Do you think they had good CGI? <laughs>
0: You're right. I mean, uh, there was,
1: like, a bit of CGI in the beginning. Like, yeah, that, well, of that course. That was, like, kinda crappy-looking. I mean, the melting face was pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's... actually. That's, actual like, actual the face. best
0: part of the CGI. Yeah. But I didn't know they actually blew up the plane.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, you see in the movie, it's, like, half the wing is gone, because they set about fire. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. I didn't know... My God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, man, they were <laughs> some, like...
1: Yeah. God. It was going also within concept art, it was gonna have four engines, but they kinda got rid of that because that was gonna be way too big. And so you get engines. According to his website, it had two uh Junkers Jamo J two ten.
0: What's that?
1: Junkers is uh is a engine making company that was used that Germany used a lot during mm-hmm. World War Two. Yeah. To make like, they basically made all the engines for their planes. Mm-hmm. They're V twelves, which is Quite large. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, fun there. What do you think, Will? Yes. Yeah, I
1: think we've gone over everything. I, there think is I think to we go over
0: All right. Well, this has been uh, James Dixon and
1: William Evans
0: on uh, of story. We hope to see you on the next podcast. We hope you all have a good day. We'll see you. This episode was written and produced by James Dixon and William Evans. This information in this podcast was from IndieGear.com by Dr. David West
1: Reynolds, as well as Uh, the Fictional Flying Machines fandom and the Air and Space magazine. The music and sound used in this podcast is royalty free and was
0: licensed through Audioblocks.com in conjunction with Bell, Book, and Camera Productions. Vox Historia is a project on a world history class at Outgrove Grove High School. The views expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of teachers or administrators at Outgrove Grove High School or District 214. More information about Vox Historia can be found at voxhistoria.org. Thanks for listening.